Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Time now to catch up with our brilliant resident Open House film critic, Ben McKechn. We're looking at two films tonight with some strong Aussie connections. First, The Avengers, starring one of Australia's great exports, Chris Hemsworth. Second film, Wish You Were Here, shot in Sydney, and it too is full of homegrown talent. Ben, welcome back. Hello, mate. How are you going? Very, very well. I'm glad your team drew the links, the Australian links between the two movies this week, because I was scratching my head to try to work out. Usually I can find a link between movies. This week (laughs) I didn't, and I'm really glad you found that, because you're exactly right. But it is pretty strong. Yeah. yeah, I know, apart from to me, obviously. I probably shouldn't have admitted that out loud. <laughs> so, first of all, how good is Chris Hemsworth from Home and Away to Hollywood, really? Yeah, look, that guy's done very well for himself. Um, in what seems like a remarkably short period of time, um, I'm a person, I presume like yourself, that may not know the ins and outs of who stars in Home and Away. Um, I didn't really know who Chris Hemsworth was, but when he appeared last year as Thor, which is one of the many superhero movies out of Hollywood in the yes. past, you know, 10, 15 years. Um, he was great as Thor. And um, he's back in The Avengers. And for anyone who doesn't know, um, The Avengers is based on a comic book series that joined together a whole bunch of different superheroes, including Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, and a few others. And they all were grouped together in these comic books. And now finally they've hit the big screen because all of those superheroes as we were just were talking about, Thor's had a previous edition. There's been Captain America movie last year, two Iron Man movies. Anyway, they're, they're all finally together in the one place on the big screen at the one time. It's quite the genre of the moment, isn't it? How is this movie? Is it different to the other superhero stories? Mm, yes and no. Um, <laughs> as in, uh, yes, it's different because of the grouping and the fact that the grouping actually works. There's been a few other films that have tried this, probably most notably the X-Men movies that get a whole bunch of different superheroes or comic book characters on screen at once to do their stuff. And often it can get a bit too bloated and you don't know where to look and you're never really sure who to focus on, all that kind of thing. I think Avengers does very well with having so many different characters and they're larger-than-life characters in larger-than-life settings. Um, The Avengers carries that off pretty well. The no is that it's another comic book movie, superhero movie, so um, for those that don't like these movies, stay at home. For those that do, you're going to love it, because it's just great, far-fetched entertainment, and the last 45 minutes of the movie involves um, alien invaders from space blowing up New York, and you're getting all these superheroes trying to stop them from doing that. I can't wait. Will it survive? <laughs> I'm, a bit of a, I'm a bit of a bloke when it comes to things blown up. I've got a soft spot in my heart for things being just disintegrated. So this movie's received near universal acclaim from the critics, so it's, it's doing well in their stakes, in their eyes. Yes, yeah. Um, and, and look, like from that kind of critical, um, you know, just movie lover vantage point, yeah, I think the main reason people are liking it is because it didn't cram all these superheroes in one movie and then flop. I think people have been pleasantly surprised by how well that goes. Also, the story's quite good, so without giving too much away, it's the next step on from Thor. So for anyone who saw Thor, the bad guy in that movie, Loki, who is Thor's brother, who is like a kind of mystical Norse god, well, we don't need to go too far into that because it just gets complicated. But Loki's a bad guy. He's come to Earth and he's come to uh, pretty much pulverize Earth. And so the Avengers have to stop him. Wow. So the storyline in and of itself uh, is actually pretty good. But I thought it felt as a Christian watching the film, it had all these great themes and ideas coming out in it, which 
really should make you think deeply about what you believe. For example, this Loki guy has come to Earth and is telling Earthlings that they were born to be ruled, that they were, that they were born to have their freedom suppressed, and that the best state for humanity is to be lorded over by some kind of higher power, and that by depriving our freedom of choice, that gives us ultimate freedom. I was like, wow, that kind of reminds me of things that I read in the Bible and things that I've heard about Jesus, but this Loki guy is trying to use his power in a massively abusive way. So he just wants to just just oppress people and lord over them and just make them his, his servants, as opposed to the servant King Jesus, who wants to use his power given by God, who's ruling over us in, in the order that God's put in place. But, but Jesus gives up his own life for us, and that's how he demonstrates his authority and his power like so, this is what I was thinking about when I was watching the Avengers. Good on you, and a very different, <laughs> and a very different liberating freedom, I'm sure. Um, but that, see, that's the thing. Like the liberation they're talking about. Liberation often comes up a lot in comic book superhero mm. movies. It's almost like, like the ultimate thing that a scriptwriter can write in there, as far as um, humans sort of demonstrating their humanness is liberty and freedom. But the concepts are never really fully fleshed out. I don't think beyond. Freedom basically just means someone's not lording over you, someone's not ruling over you. But yeah, as Christians, it's amazing to reflect on how differently Jesus Christ models what authority and ruling over people actually means. So while he's got power and dominion and he does deserve to lord over us, he doesn't use that in this abusive tyrant way like this Loki does in Avengers, but instead does it out of love. It's amazing. So um, what I think the Avengers demonstrates is pretty much what the world shows to us about power, is that people try to abuse it. Um, So I'm really, uh, I just thank God for Jesus that he doesn't do that. Okay, number two, our, our second film tonight. Wish You Were Here. As I said, this was filmed in Sydney, also Cambodia. Tell us about that. Yeah, that's that's right. So um, the film's about two couples that have a holiday in Cambodia, and it's not giving too much away to say that when they come back, um, only three of them come back. So one of the one of their party, a guy, goes missing. So the rest of the film is just it jumps back and forward in time. So there's flashbacks that show us what happened in Cambodia. That um, as we work with the people that are back in Australia, trying to work out where the guy is. We learn and understand more about what happened in Cambodia and what led up to this guy's disappearance. So this is described as a psychological drama. Yeah, and it, it really is. So this is um, this is why I was struggling to find a link with the Avengers and just gave up hope because <laughs> I, it's like there's no way to put these things together. Um, but wish you were here. Yeah, it is it is a psychological drama. Uh, look, I found this again like ref- trying to reflect on movies more deeply when you're watching them and. What I really enjoy about movies is you can sit there and, and wonder what you would do in the situation. And this one about this bloke that goes missing overseas, that's just one element of this story. And I'm going to have to choose my words carefully because it's best not to know the dynamics that are in play here between the characters and some of their history because that impacts upon what you discover in the film. Yeah, but um, I think hopefully the most enticing thing to say about the film is that um, you, you're looking at there's a married couple and then there's um, an unmarried couple, but what the married couple, the relationship they've got to the missing man and then how that impacts their relationship, their married, their marital relationship, is um, it, it shows that, you know, when people make a mistake, 
And I, it, might, it even seems like a small mistake. It's just sort of a spur-of-the-moment mistake. But it can have ripple effects. Mm. You know that? Yes. Like, I'm sure we all know that from yep. our lives. Once, once or twice. Movie, <laughs> oh, it's like it's the story of everyone's life. <laughs> yeah. um, and on this occasion in Wish You Were Here, that's basically what this story is. It's a, like it's a ripple effect movie. And... It, it shows you that if you're in these certain situations, it, it, it does show you the, the arguably the worst way it could go. Um, oh, okay. But again, like as me sitting there as an audience member, what I actually took away from it most was just challenging myself about what would I do if I was confronted with this and, and how a husband responds and how a wife responds. Like, well, it's massively challenging, let alone, I think, as a Christian and, and trying to work out, you know, being in the world, not of it, all those kind of things. Yeah. It can often be a juggling act in real life when you get confronted with situations you don't expect. Yeah. Wish you were here is that kind of like massive hypothetical question to ask at your next Christian dinner party. <laughs> what would you do in the situation that's described? Sounds, so, um, I actually found it a very, very fascinating. Yeah. Only let down by a kind of weak ending that I wasn't as happy with. Oh, really? Because yeah, I've been sitting here thinking... My girlfriend, Amy, she really liked it. Yeah. And then she was explaining to me later why she liked it. And I think I could see where she was coming from. So okay. both of us had a really long chat about what this movie was saying. Um, and we we're just, again, like the Avengers, thankful that we know Christ, know what Christ has done for us, and that we have hope there. Because one of what the Avengers demonstrates, that's always a reliance on superheroes. What Wish You Were Here is demonstrating, this is a reliance on human beings. We were just discussing how great it is that you can have hope in Christ. Because trying to put your hope in superheroes or people, these movies demonstrate well, well, doesn't always work out. But they're demonstrating many things beyond what they probably intended, I guess. Yeah, that, that's right, that's right. So again, every time we talk, um, I, I think I say this every time, but I want to make it abundantly clear, in no way am I trying to suggest that these movies, that their intention is to give some kind of like no. Christian-like sermon yep. or Bible study. Um, but uh, I've just been encouraging all listeners out there to uh, to discern when they go to a movie, just to really engage with it, think about it, what are the messages in it, and more particularly, how do you respond to them and why? Good stuff. Ben McKechn, as always, thank you so much. Ben's with uh, Eternity and Empire magazines. Thanks, Ben. No worries, mate. We hope you enjoyed this open house podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.